Hello, I'm Ella House, and this is First World War Centenary, 100 years since Armistice. In this episode, we will be discussing how World War I shaped Australia, and more specifically, how it affected a specific Australian. In 1914, the world was changed due to war. This had many effects around the globe, the main ones being change in population numbers and the roles of women in many countries beginning to change. In the beginning of 1914, Australia's population was at 4.9 million. By the end of 1915, at least 13.43% of the white male population had enlisted. 16 million people were killed in the war, meaning at the end of the war, the Australian population growth had decreased to negative 1%. The war also had the same effect on many other countries. Due to 13.43% of the white male population enlisting, many jobs were left vacant. This meant that women all around Australia had to step up into working roles that they normally would not have been placed in. In the 1900s, only 12.1% of women had a job. By 1918, 46.7% of women had a job. Because the men had left the country, women were left to run businesses therefore pushing women's equality ahead of its time. When we begin to think about World War I and who was involved, we tend to think of people that were in the front lines, fighting for their country. We don't seem to think about the nurses who quite often volunteered their time to help wounded soldiers. When the war started in 1913, Elizabeth Knocker did not hesitate to volunteer her time as a nurse and an ambulance driver for the Women's Emergency Corps. The war had only just started when Elizabeth started to volunteer. Elizabeth began work straight away close to the Western Front. Source 1 depicts Elizabeth and another volunteer helping a wounded soldier in Belgium. Elizabeth is seen standing over the patient, treating his wounds while the volunteer assists her. The living conditions of Elizabeth would have been that of a soldier. As she was working in small huts and sometimes trenches, hygiene was not at its peak. Diseases could spread easily and the resources that were available to nurses were limited, making their job harder. Elizabeth worked long hours and quite often had to handle patients that had been through traumatic events. Working as a volunteer nurse would not have been the most desirable job. When picking up wounded soldiers from the trenches, nurses would often be caught in crossfire and they became injured as well. The poor conditions can be seen through Source 2, when Anzac Tasmania wrote, quote, The conditions on the Western Front were also bad for the nurses and medical staff. The nurses stationed at casualty clearing stations in France and Belgium sometimes faced dangerous circumstances and were exposed to gas and bomb attacks. Unquote. This source helps us analyse conditions of war volunteers. Elizabeth served as a volunteer from 1913 to 1915. After her service, Elizabeth got married in 1916 to a pilot in the Belgian Flying Corps. They went on a short honeymoon before her husband, Baron Harold, had to return to Belgium to serve again. Elizabeth lived out the rest of her life with her husband until she died of pneumonia in 1978. Leading women like Elizabeth had a major influence on other women deciding to join the war. While Elizabeth was just one woman, her service through the war should be widely recognised as she was responsible for saving the lives of many people.
Thank you so much to Anchor for helping me make this podcast possible. And thank you for listening to this episode, First World War Centenary, 100 Years Since Armistice. I hope you can join us next week where we will be discussing the politics of World War I. I'm Ella House. It was wonderful having you. Bye.